Welcome to another episode of Dreamers Academy, where entrepreneurs and thought leaders sow into the visionary. On this week's episode, I invited my daughter, Taylor, to discuss her journey as a young entrepreneur. We will have an interesting discussion about her being inadvertently groomed to run her own business. I find that many business owners raise up generations of entrepreneurs, in my opinion, almost accidentally. Because that child, in most cases, either work in a family business or because he or she simply watched a parent build their empire. Hello, hello. Welcome to the sixth episode of Dreamers Academy with your host, Iris Nicole Patterson. How is everyone doing? I hope you guys had an amazing week. So this week, I'm really excited about this episode because we get to catch a glimpse of what goes on in my household when we're dealing with entrepreneurship. And so um, there's been a lot of discussion about entrepreneurs and how we continue to live our daily life, engage with our family, and sometimes disengaged based on our needs. But furthermore, I feel like there should be a case study because I find with a lot of my colleagues that own businesses, those that have children, the children watch their mothers and fathers as they work through this life of entrepreneurship. And they somehow become an entrepreneur themselves. Very few do not. That's just my opinion. And it's based on what I've seen. Like you have writers that raise up child authors. And then you have entrepreneurs that raise up childpreneurs. If they're not selling cookies and making lemonade, they're may, they may be, you know, exploring something, um, you know, like tech or, and in my case, media. And so I brought my daughter, Taylor Johnson, into this conversation because, you know, I want to get some insight. I want to share with you guys insight on what it's like to be an entrepreneur and a mom. And then now I have a daughter that's an entrepreneur herself. And it's not uncommon where you see this. And so I thought that this would be a really great conversation to have tonight because I know a lot of you guys out there have children and they may be dabbling in entrepreneurship or already like full throttle. And it's because they've watched you, you know, by them being a product of their environment, they're just naturally like gravitating towards entrepreneurship. And so here with me is Taylor Johnson. Hey, Taylor. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. And so... I felt like it would be a great add-on to this conversation being that you are a entrepreneur and your mom is too. And we, I know you've seen and you've witnessed yourself um, in my circle, a lot of friends that have children that are doing amazing things. The children are doing amazing things. They've kind of like, you know, 
planted a seed um, and decided to nurture their imagination. And they are now able to bring forth the product of the, that came from them. And just out, you know, I think, like I said, by them being a product of their environment, they're just as creative as their parents. And wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, I honestly think that when you, bring kids into your work that they get inspired to have their own because we live in this world where you have to go to college and go to trade school or something like that but you really don't have a lot of conversations when it comes to people having their own business because not everybody likes to work for somebody so in my case when you launched Iris Botanicals I was following you you know, I was working with you. We was always brainstorming. We was always doing something. So it kind of sparked my interest in consulting at first. I don't know if you remember that yeah, when I wanted I to go into consulting for business. And then, you know, I kept changing my majors and all that other stuff. But then when I came home and I picked up the camera, you decided to involve me in your business when it comes to videos, photography, and all that other stuff. So that sparked my interest and it sparked your circle's interest into hiring me. So it's more like it was a snowball effect when you involve your kids because you never know what they're going to be inspired to do. You know, it's one of those things where it's like a, um, I guess you could say it's like something that happens all at once. I don't know. It's like, I can't think of a word for it, but like, once you involve your kids, then they find something that they like within your business and then it involves them. And so it's not like they're feeling left out so that you can involve, like, so we find another way to involve them. So it's like they build a business from spending time with their parents. And my, most kids like spending time with their parents, but sometimes when you have the same interests, it can evolve into something. So, well, yeah, you're right. And so you were away at University of Iowa. And you had shared your story on your YouTube, um, Simply Taylor. And when you came home, you went through this self-discovery period. And you and I, I was trying to both build my business and try to be there for you emotionally. And really, honestly, it became a beautiful unity because... I said, one way that I can spend time with you and still be able to keep my business afloat was to include you in the business. And so I felt, okay, let me see if, and God gave me that vision. He really did because um, you were really struggling with trying to rebuild your life. Then you were dealing with low self-esteem and feeling like a failure. And so I wanted to parent you, you know, be there, nurture you, be supportive, but also to at the same time, try to keep the products on the shelf. And so I think like, um, so from that perspective, you have an entrepreneur that's really deeply like rooted in their business and the business still, it controls you. Because it gets to a point where you're doing well and it requires more time, but then you can't neglect your family. So um, God gave me the vision. Okay, why don't you show Taylor how to make this product? 
show her how to make hair butter. Show her, because before you left, you were making bath bombs. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then, you know, when you came back, um, I was teaching you how to, you know, make my hair products. And, you know, it just became a thing. And it was a way for you to have little coins, you know, yeah. make make a little money. But at the same time, we um, began to work together. And that you learned something about yourself that you didn't know. You learned that you had a creative side. And so at the time, that was something that wasn't tapped into. And so Iris Botanicals, the business itself helped you to tap into a side that now brings in revenue for you, that's opened more doors for you and giving you exposure. And so I feel like, you know, it's it's just pretty dope how you raise up entrepreneurs as a parent and unknowingly unknowingly raise up entrepreneurs because now my colleagues reach out to you so but tell us about your company you know um so i have a company it's called upper light studios it's a it's but we're changing it it's to turning, upper light we're media. changing it to upper light media it's going to be a new brand where i do all sorts of media because what I realized is that first I was a photographer, but I wasn't really comfortable with photography because I knew that I wasn't going to be able to pose anybody or, you know, do any like help any, them do like creative yeah, poses yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I just yeah. I didn't see myself doing that, but I was more comfortable with video because I used to edit videos all the time. So when I picked up the Adobe Premiere, which is learned is that it's the most sophisticated program out there. So when I picked that up on my own, because I'm all self-taught and now I'm going to school for it, which is going to be even better. But when I first started, I was all self-taught. So it was easier for me to do videos instead of learning how to edit a photo through Photoshop and then give it to somebody because I wasn't comfortable with that. So now I'm starting to realize that I can go and do everything, cover all the bases with just doing Upper Light Studios Media. Well, Upper Light Media, or we yeah. still work on the name. But um, yeah, my business is basically anything that's behind the camera. Um, I working on doing cinematography, videography, and sometimes photography, but I'm also opening up my business to con to hire contractors or contract people out to do my own thing or do things that I know I don't want to do, but I still want to cover like that Like the space. photography part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, because um, I don't want to do everything now. I mean, I want to kind of expand out and do other things, but I still haven't figured out what those other things are. I just know that I've covered the video. I working on covering photography with some uh friends and then cinematography. I'm eventually hopefully can put together a team for that so that I can, you know, shoot skits or movies or, you know, any TV shows or anything like that. You know, this really is really like it's more than I I want to do, but I just don't know what I want to do yet. But it really all came from me just picking up a camera from my grandmother because she had a camera just sitting there knowing that she wasn't going to use it. And I just went down with some former friends of mine downtown. And I was like, hey, I just want to take a picture of you guys. I didn't really know what I was doing. I just said I wanted to take pictures. You know, it was just one of those things where 
I wanted to get out the house because, you know, I was battling, you know, self-esteem, depression, all that stuff from coming home. So I just wanted to get myself out the house so that I can make myself happy. And then I ended up figuring out that I'm good with a camera. So it was one of those things. It was like kind of how you fell into your business. I fell into the camera. So it wasn't like a long drawn out plan. It was just something that happened sporadically. And then, you know, my business ended out with me picking up clients because I did 60 second marketing videos for a bunch of your friends. And then it expanded to me being behind the camera and doing a bunch of videos with you. Um, and now you have an internship with yeah, Rapparoo. I have an internship with Rapparoo. Um, it's a t-shirt hair tie company owned by PJ McGuire. And so that she's been on HS. HSN, Good Morning America. Um, it's a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. She does. She's been on a lot of stuff, but oh, she's been on like the smaller version of Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, that all came from me just working with my mother. You know, it was just one of those things where like I would just come home from wherever I was or be at home. And then I would get an order and then I would do make hair butter. And then I would go to a lot of events with you and we would make connections and talk to people. And then people would give, I never, I didn't even have cards. It was, I think the time my business launched is when you did that one workshop at, uh, yeah, Inglewood. Inglewood CDC. Yeah. yeah and and I showed your video. Showed my video. Made. And I didn't even have business cards at the time I didn't even think that it was a business I was just you know doing your stuff and then suddenly everybody wanted my number everybody wanted my card and I didn't even have cards I didn't even have a website it was just one of those things where I I had a name but it wasn't even made and so then after that I don't really know what happened but a lot of stuff happened oh I did the um your friend uh the lady with the granola oh lisa yeah yeah, yeah lisa and yeah. i did her party yeah and her 50th birthday, 50th birthday party, party and retirement and, party yeah yeah and yeah. so i did her party and then i it was just a lot like, oh and then you did um you did photography for the inglewood um Toastmasters. Yeah, I did the Toastmasters event. That was my very first event. Yeah. And because mm-hmm. um, I met her at the Inglewood CDC. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like just that just goes to show that when you work with like because a lot of kids don't like being around their parents and they think Stine. it's Stine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh, that just goes to show a lot of people don't like to be around their parents and stuff. But I mean, me and my mom have the time of our lives just doing stuff and going to events and stuff. And I know when you were talking to some people, they was like, oh, you always have your daughter with you. And I love that. And it's just because that's just how I build my business off of yours. You know, mm-hmm. um, people don't under, a lot of people my age, cause I'm 20. Um, they don't have a, like great relationships with their parents, but you know, I feel like if you want to be an entrepreneur, I highly suggest that you can, if you want a way to start, you know, start it with your parents, you know, because you don't know what type of resources they have. You know, your circle is really based off of my business. And that's fine, too, because, you know, I don't like it's a lot of science that goes into it. And I get I learn a lot from my mom. You know, like I watch her all the time when it's through Facebook or it's through just talking to her because we have talks all the time now. It's become a daily thing 
or even a weekly brainstorming sessions. Brainstorming sessions where Mm -hmm. we just come up with ideas and stuff. You know, it's just one of those things where it's a great way to build a relationship with your kids, even when you know you're close to them when they're babies. But then you start to realize what kind of relationship you're going to have when they get older. And so me and my mom built our relationships through business. You know, it's just one of those things where you got to find the that hidden, I guess you could say, hidden energy that you guys have that you can connect with. And yeah, and that thing in common. That thing in common. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, and sometimes maybe it, it might not be business, but, you know, child, was it, childpreneur, mm-hmm. you know, that's becoming a really common thing now. A lot of people want to start their own businesses and they don't know where to start or they don't know what to do. But what I can say is, is that just find something that you like and try and turn into turn into money. That's what I tell people all the time when they ask me, like, how do you how do you do what you do? Or like, what do you do? Like, how do you make so much money? Why are you so busy? It's like, because I just got a business and I found something that I really liked and I'm building it into something, you know, Um, and I'm they. A lot of people ask about our relationship and they ask what what's the hidden thing with that? I'm like, well, we just we connect, you know, we found what we love and we do it and we just have fun. You know, it's it's hard it's not it's hard sometimes. Well, I mean, you know, when you first started out, it was like, Okay, well when I'm gonna see my mama. I'm always joking about it. like I don't see my mama all the time, but it's like eventually I realize she's trying to build it for us so we can actually live wealthy and i'm happy that i can be a part of that you know you can look back and be like oh we both did this together and you know um yeah i mean that's that's really great yeah and that's true you know to be able to look back and know that you had a hand at building your parents business that's pretty awesome and it's something you can always carry with you and these are skills that you've learned and i feel that it's a skill building exercise to build a business and actually work in a business with your parents. And so, I mean, some of the things that you would, you know, one of the skills is to not be so shy, to be able to talk to random people about your business, to be able to hold an intelligent conversation, to be able to sell yourself. You're, you're gaining so many skills at a young age that people haven't yet tapped into like in their 20s they're coming out of that shell but you were afforded the opportunity to come out the shell a little bit earlier I was uh I came out my I know how to learn how to sell myself from you at like 16 because I remember I got my first well no I think it was when I had like other interviews before that or probably like at 16 when I got my first interview and I knew how to sell myself with like a and I got my first job and people was like how do you get like how you get so many jobs because I always used to have a job and it was like I just learned how to sell myself you just talk yourself up and I learned that from you so it's like it started way earlier than that before you even thought about having a business you know mm-hmm. it was just one of those things where um like I always used to watch you because it was like you came from a 16 and pregnant single mom to all the way up until now so it's like of course you're worth watching like people watch all the time like oh my god she just came like what what she what she do and so you know it's always been like that yes you gotta I learned a lot of the stuff that that I know from you 
and even from grandma or even from the family, you know, it's always been, people always wonder what I get my knowledge from. And I'm like, I just get it from my family. You know, it's just, I listen. I may not act like I listen, but I learn and listen just silently. It's just because kids always watch their parents. That's just one of those things where that's why you got to kind of watch what you do. You know, like it's always positive. You always doing something positive. Even if it's, I got my work ethic from you. I'm always working, you know? Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Didn't know that. That's good stuff. That's, that's good stuff. And so what would you say are some of the skills that you've learned just by working with a parent that's an entrepreneur and now that you're an entrepreneur yourself? Um, I would say that some of the skills that I've learned would be, would be working. You know, when you first start out a business, you got to learn how to put the work in. You got to learn how to work. You always working. Even when you're not working, you working. So that's one thing. And another thing is, um, you got to learn how to have um, consistency. You know, when you have a business, I you always got to be consistent with what you have. When it comes to you, we always watching social media. We always watching marketing. So it's like when you do one thing, people always going to watch. So like you got to keep doing that same thing. You always got to keep you got to another thing will be attention to detail. You know, that all, it all comes together because whatever you put out, they're gonna they're gonna critique it. They're gonna look at it, and if it's always half done, they're always gonna they're never gonna come back because they don't like it. So those things can those are long term go like skills because when you do some when you do any sort of work, you always got to make sure that you follow through with it and give a good attention to detail. And when you always gotta um, keep putting it out, you know when I when I was doing my work when I'm doing my work now. Every time I do something, I always put out 100% because they can always not come back. So I learned that from you. You always put out a video or you always put out your products and it's always 100%. There's never half done. It's never, oh, well, we ain't got it. So we're not going to send it out. You always running out to go get some new ingredients whenever we're running out. You know, it's like hard work and consistency is one of the main two skills that I've learned because if I can't do something like if I ran out of a subscription I'm always gonna find a way to pay it because I have to get my work out I'm not gonna say well I can't do it my script subscription to Adobe is expired and now I'm always find something to like to make sure I can get it out even if I have to rush it I'm gonna rush it with the best you know um I guess you could say the best type of ability that I have even if I got a lot going on I got to make sure that my business is running because I got clients. So, you know, I guess. Yeah. Good quality. Good quality. Mm -hmm. And, and, and that's true because I used to sit behind you to make sure the quality was solid. You still do. Yeah. I still sit behind you right on your bed as you sit at your computer and check the quality because, you know, your name is on it. And in my name is on your stuff. And I think that's one of the things that parents of childpreneurs have realized 
If your child has a business, you have a business. So if you have a business and your child has a business, you have two businesses. So, and that's really what I always say that. And it's true because it's like homework. You're checking homework. So you're going to, you want your child to win, to excel in school and in their business. And so you're going to do everything possible to make sure that that happens. Another thing from the child's point of view is that when you have a, a parent that has a name, you have to represent that name too. So it's mm-hmm. like whatever you do with if you have a business, like you said, the parent has a business. So that means that when you when the kid is putting out some work, it always has to be good quality because they're going to look back at the parent. And so it's like it's equal pressure on both sides because it's like, OK, well, that's my kid. I have to make sure they do the best that they can because they are gonna look at me like I did something wrong. And then for the kid, it's like, well, my mom, she got. She got clout. So I got to do the best I can because I don't want to make her look bad. And then I'm looking bad. Then we both looking bad. And then it's and it's bad luck on both parts. And so then we both got to try and come back with some new stuff so that pe- we can get the people back. So, you know, it's kind of it's, it's a lot of pressure, but, you know, it's still fun because it's like I'm learning something new every time. I'm doing something because we're always trying to put out something new so that we always got fresh content and then we got good quality and then we got new people coming in, checking out who we are. And so I guess you can say like we kind of building a name for ourselves while trying to keep the name that we got for ourselves. Yeah, that's good stuff. And that's true. Well, this was fun, you know, talking about childpreneurs raising up a generation of entrepreneurs and so thank you taylor for coming on your mom's podcast and sharing your thoughts and everything and your experiences and so but yeah you know what check me out every week every friday i am dropping a new episode of dreamers academy and so next week we will be back with fresh content I don't know what it's going to be about yet. I usually know, but I don't, I I have no idea. It's so much I want to share with you guys. But in the meantime, check out um, me on irisnicolepatterson.com, irisnicolepatterson.com. And also check me out on irisbotanicals.com. Check out my products, my natural hair care line that's being carried in retail stores. And so if you like this, please heart it, save it. Um, keep me archived and coming soon I will be on live radio online radio though one day GCI I'm I'm claiming it but I'm gonna be live on radio one day soon because I want to get you guys I want to be engaged with you I want to have conversations because I can only imagine that I know you have some feedback to drop when we talk about childpreneurs and raising up a generation of entrepreneurs from our womb. So, all right, guys. So I'll be talking to you soon. Until next time. Bye-bye.